This podcast is brought to you by Bloke in a Bar. Yes, it is, mate. We are all done and dusted with the podcast royale now, and we are looking forward to Magic Round. We yeah. are. You know what that means? What does that mean, Josh? It means there's going to be thousands of people in the Caxton car park getting blokes down their throats. Thousands of people getting thousands of blokes down thousands of throats. It's going to be so fucking sick. Do you reckon there's ever been more blokes down blokes' throats? And women's throats as well In one place at one time Absolutely not Guinness, no. Guinness World Records were here They'd be breaking that record And there's not a place that I'd rather get a bloke down my throat Than the Caxton Car Park at Magic Round No, it's the greatest place to get a bloke down your throat So guys, if you want to get a bloke down your throat And you're not going to be at the Caxton Make sure you go to blokeatabar.com Put in your postcode on the store locator And find out where you can get some bloke there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Clutzy, have you heard about the brand new way to make money? No. Do you want to hear about it? Yes, please tell me more. It's a foolproof method. Foolproof? Yeah, foolproof, yeah. Foolproof is the word I'm looking for, method. Uh, It's called going to dominoes.com.au and entering the the code BBB2DL and getting two pizzas and two sides from $25 delivered. Oh, so you're basically getting it for free. You're basically getting it for free. You're basically making money at that price. They're giving it away. That is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why I haven't done it before. It's one of the fucking simplest life hacks I've ever I've ever come across in my life. Uh, do you want to tell the lovely people about their brand new pizza, the Philly cheesesteak? Oh my God, yes I do. The Philly cheesesteak. Now, for those who don't know what a Philly cheesesteak is, it's this glorious thing on a bun usually with uh, a bunch of nicely finely chopped up meat and just uh, capsicum peppers and cheese and Domino's have just gone where we've heard Klutzy talk about Philly cheesesteaks way too many times so we've chucked it on a pizza so the big fella can just keep eating and eating and eating I've seen Klutzy get very very excited over food plenty of times but I've never (laughs) seen him get as excited and as animated as the first time he tried the Philly cheesesteak pizza so if you're out and about this weekend and you need your pizza fix make sure you go to Domino's uh, try the Philly cheesesteak pizza there's a host of codes which are pinned on our Instagram and in our Facebook group to give you a cheeky little discount too uh, plenty of different bundles, so check them out. And thank you to Domino's for supporting the show this week. Bloody brilliant beers. Bloody brilliant beers. Bloody brilliant sport. And welcome back to the Bloody Brilliant Beers podcast brought to you by Bluebet. That's Clutch Time to Ask. We have the Bloody Brilliant Beers. We started out reviewing craft beers on Facebook, and now we bring you the conversation that you'd more than likely hear from the front bar at your local and Clutchy, mate, where are we? It's a beautiful Sunday, it's Arvo. A beautiful Sunday, Arvo, at the Caxton Hotel. There's plenty of people around for a Sunday sesh. One of the great things in life is a Sunday sesh. Absolutely. Uh, usually we record this show on a Wednesday, but uh, we're, if you're listening to this, we'll be in Sydney. So we thought we'd yep. um, get in here with our good mate, Crow. Mate, how are you? I'm good, boys. Good to be here on the Lord's Day. That's yep, it. That's Doing the it. Lord's work. Bless um, up, fam. Yeah, we thought we'd get <laughs> this one done before we went, so you're not starved of hearing from the great man Caesar's Palace on Thursday afternoon or that's whenever it. you listen to this on Thursday or any other day because that's how podcasts work. People have said this is possibly the greatest sports show coming out of Australia right now. I've been uh, hearing that too. After the addition of Caesar's Palace. Yep. 
so only recently. Huge. Only, only recently have people been saying that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Specifically the last month, I think. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. actually huge. It is huge. Um, the, the ratings literally say. They speak for themselves. They speak for themselves. That's it. <laughs> As we say each week, this is our sports show. And if you're here for an in-depth analysis or a breakdown of play, we'd ask that you kindly. Fuck off. Kindly fuck off. Yep. Not the sports show from you. Um, how are you going, gentlemen? I'm good. I was just going to say. Before we crack into our first little bit, we were actually having a discussion about this before, um, and I only just remembered it now. One of our things has been that we are all about no stats and analysis. Yeah. Um, and if you are, kindly fuck off. Yeah. And I'd like to bring to the attention um, one, Jack Cronin, who has just been peppering us with some of the funniest messages because I've never seen a man who is more statistically horny than the Sheffield Shield in my life. Yeah. It is so good. The Sheffield Shield, for people listening, is basically the domestic uh, cricket five-day competition in Australia. Four-day, mate. Four-day, Four see there you go. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> uh, doesn't notoriously get a lot of, what's the word? like uh, Coverage. Coverage, yeah, focus, yeah. I guess. Audience. Audience, yep. Um, but yeah, one our main man Jack outed himself during the week as uh, a man who just likes to keep an eye on things. Yep. <laughs> I don't watch it because... <laughs> So I actually would watch it, but the sound is delayed a touch. So like you'll see the shot and then you'll hear the sound of the ball and the bat, which just completely ruins it for me. Yeah, I hate that but so much. But I will look at the numbers all day. <laughs> like I've even, even been following it today. It's day four, so it's a big day um, <laughs> in all three matches. Queensland yep. are trying to bowl out uh, Tasmania and Tassie to get full points for a win. <laughs> New South Wales just lost today, which is their 15th straight match without a win. So that's a season <laughs> and shit. a half. A yeah. season and Holy a half. Holy shit, New South anyone, Wales. New South Wales have not won a game. Grow up. And then um, the Deadbacks, South Australia getting pumped right now the by, uh, yeah. by Western Australia. Deadbacks have been a thing for a while, hey. They just yeah. can't perform. Red, yeah, the Redbacks are awful. A lot of their team is just like discards from other states. I, yeah. can, um, I can understand not wanting to watch it because the audio is like out of whack. Um, one of my pet peeves, we went to a, not, we had a punk club yesterday, not that one, the one before that, the place we were, oh. they had the audio delayed from the video complete and when you're watching the horse racing you're like watching the race and then the the caller calls the winner before the race is even over Uh, fucking sucks yeah but what i was going to say is wouldn't you rather watch it on mute than watch the scoreboard yeah (laughs) i don't like it's just the numbers just stimulate me like i just look at it every so often and then the other day i did look because you know how i was like because Queensland got sent into bat and I was like, surely this is like overhead conditions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweaters. Looked it up and it was exactly what I envisioned. I was like, <laughs> yes. That really got me going for the morning. And then Joe Burns first time in three years for the Bulls. So oh, it's wow. all happening. So if you need any uh, Sheffield Shield advice or knowledge, uh, feel free to hit up Jack. Yeah. Please on message Instagram. me about <laughs> Sheffield Shield. Hammy, Hammy from Sports Vet is a big Sheffield Shield guy. <laughs> big Sheffield Shield guy. <laughs> big Sheffield Shield Surely guy. You this is not surprising. Surely you start your own podcast, Sheffield Shield Pod. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Because I've got a lot of numbers about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's a podcast, but it's completely visual. It's just Jack <laughs> holding up scorecards <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> so Get stimulated cool. with Crow. Um, but the first thing I wanted to bring to the table, boys, um, we made a few statements last week about a few sports. Klutzy, one was you uh, mm. saying that Australia could win the flag football at the Olympics. Yep. And the other thing we were talking about was basically the Poms being fucking whingers. Yep. And essentially off the back of that pod, both of those things 
are, have came come to fruition. fruition. Yeah. yeah. There was a video that surfaced during the week of the Kangaroos, the Australian Rugby League team. Mate, so good. The, the boys are looking really good. Liam Martin, yeah. I think a surprise selection Smoky. at tight end. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I think he'd be like a Travis Kelsey as well. Yeah. I've, I've been um, – well, we've both been quite vocal on this podcast in the past, Crow, about how – it's really hard to like a New South Wales player. Yeah. yeah. I, I despise pretty much every New South Wales player. You can respect some, but I despise them. There's a few I, Raiders boys I can, I yeah, can still stand by. That, that's fair. That um, is fair. We'll give you that. But one of the people I've always had an admiration for is Liam Martin because yep. he looks like our mate Speaks. A lot. Quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. Yeah. yeah. I see that. It's ridiculous. Uh, but also, he's just an absolute nutter. Yeah. And to think of what he could do and outside an American with his running style, even though it's only flag, you know, you can get a little bit... Still a bit of sometimes. contact though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, 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 there is yeah. a bit of contact. So... Um, I'd love to see him get a selection, and I think he should be one of the first people picked based on that uh, TikTok. From yeah, the other day. I actually, I'm, to be completely honest, I didn't even watch the TikTok. Was there anyone else who was a shining light? He just shone so brightly for me. Yeah, okay. uh, but there was other people. I there. can't remember who threw someone. I can't remember who threw the ball, but they also oh, looked quite good out of the hands. Looks yeah, so yeah, it was like perfect. Yeah, I, I was impressed with what I saw, and I immediately I bought into Klutz's take. Yeah, we could do it. That we could do it, believing. Um, and then the other thing was, yeah, the Poms whinging. Um, they're pretty much bowing out of the Cricket World Cup at the moment. They're coming last, I think. Yep. And yep. You know how England press, like when they're going good, they love they're going it. Good, but when they're yeah. going bad, they turn on their team like no other. Yeah. I've seen yep. some stuff like the worst title defense in of a World Cup in any sport ever <laughs> is what they're calling. Big over call. There. Like, <laughs> huge Jesus. call. Yeah. But, but fair enough. And the run out, the um, Adil Rashid. That's one, right. Yeah. Uh, backing up with the non-strikers asleep at the wheel. Yeah. I didn't see any spirit of cricket stuff about yeah. that. Weirdly, what's what's going Australia's on there? Not involved. Yeah, um, exactly right. So dumb. It's and like, I think there's less spirit to be out of your crease like that. You know what I mean? Like, Everyone does it though. Backing I, up, it, yeah. it is the best part of cheating of cricket. Backing up, yeah, because you're not meant to leave your crease. No. I prefer when you drop the ball and have your back turned and then just pick it up. And yeah, like as if you as if you didn't drop it, clean yeah. the couch. That's my <laughs> yeah. favorite cheating. <laughs> What's everyone's favorite cheating <laughs> in cricket? Yeah. Oh, bro, there's so many. Hey. What about when we were playing in? Uh, there was a certain player in our team who just skied one. And uh, was it you? Yeah, it was me. <laughs> I was trying to think who it was. We were playing against St. Pat's and I was um, batting with Sam Haywood. That's right. I knew he was involved. And um, I've absolutely skied it and we were looking like we were going to lose, which we did because we dropped like 20-something catches that game. Yep. Um, and, yeah, it's coming down. And I've just gone... Yes! Called his second run, like halfway down the pitch. I thought you were going to like run at the guy. No, like, no, no. Well, he called it halfway through the second run, or halfway through his first run. I was turning, run. bro. <laughs> That's awesome. I was turning, and Sam was turning, and he wasn't coming back, so I screamed louder. The dude dropped it, and then the umpire gave Clutzy out. Really? Unsportsmanlike <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> contact. Yeah. And Derek, Not in the spirit Derek of the game. Cameron, was it Derek or Dave? Dave, no, Dave Cameron. Dave. Dave Cameron went up to the guy afterwards and said that he's never been more disgraced of an umpire in his X <laughs> amount of years of second 11 cricket. Wow. That would hit home yeah. coming from there. That's yep. probably my favourite cheating though, is what you did then. 
That's a good one. What good about work. there was a bloke in our school who, um, for cricket trials in grade twelve, for the first, he got an old ball and covered one side of it in zinc and left it in his freezer, and he was hooping it in the who net. Was that? Josh Ryan, <laughs> and everyone's like, "How the fuck is he doing that?" And oh he told me, God. "He's like, yeah, I had zinc on the ball in oh. the freezer. No one could play him, and the coach is like, this guy's unbelievable. <laughs> he took my spot. I'm also fond of um, in like backyard cricket when you're a kid." Pretending you couldn't find the ball in the bushes, and then, <laughs> and run then running someone out. out. <laughs> yeah, got him. That, that was a so classic. Good. Or the one hand, one bounce was quite easy to cheat there. But as well. There was one I think we sent in the chat this week as well. Um, you sort of alluded to it before. The, oh yeah, the one yeah where old mate pretended the ball went past and yeah. taking off the bales. That, yep. that is definitely my favourite. Um, but basically, what I'm getting at, even though we got a bit sidetracked there, is that we essentially as a collective, uh, Nostradamus. We're predicting the future. Yep. We knew the Poms going to come out and whinge off the cricket and we knew that Australia was going to be good at flag football. Yep. Um, so I thought we could each make a bit of a bold prediction in the world of sport for the next, I don't know, however long you want. Okay. Um, and I'm happy to kick things off. Like people listening to this probably going to think I'm, I've fucking lost the plot and I'm crazy, but I've just got this feeling and I believe strongly that Australia is going to win gold at the next Olympics in cricket. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Holy that's fuck. my bold prediction Really? Yep, yep wow. I know, say what you want But I reckon we've wow. got it in the bag Okay um, Alright, I actually had like a semi-serious one Just <laughs> off the back of Jack's uh, stuff there I think once David Warner retires Joe Burns is a shoo-in <laughs> For the next opening position in Australia Really? He's going to do a Mike Hussey-esque Come yep. in at, a, at an older age And just carve up Yeah, he has been there before Yep yeah. 23 um, tests yeah, yeah, but we do we do need him back. Oh my god. <laughs> He's getting stimulated. Yeah. Settle down on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um that's one of them. I used yeah. to see him at Champside all the time. Big Hinachi guy. Yeah. <laughs> I have a funny Joe Burns story. I saw him at um the Flying Cock. This would have been circa twenty seventeen ish. And um Flying Cock for people not from Brisbane is like a not yeah. a nightclub, more like a bar, a bar I'd say. Yeah. Thing, yeah. It's fucking awesome. But it was like yeah. everyone went there yeah, every it was weekend. A big thing in its prime. Yeah. And um, I've seen him, and I kind of recognized him, but then I just said, hey, or something. And then his girlfriend, or I don't know who she was, a girl with him, was like, G- get a photo of them. Come on, you guys want to get a photo of them? Stop. I'm like, okay, I'll get a photo of <laughs> I just referred to him as my friend on Twitter for years. And I photo. <laughs> oh, apparently, your Twitter is something to behold. Uh, I'm semi retired now. I used, to, I used to have a bit more going on. A lot more. Uh, yeah, a lot more. A few more run ins. Um, but yeah, I've really toned it down over the last couple of years. How come? Just got sick of it? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why, actually, really. I think you no. need to bring it back. Yeah, Harry man. Wilson yeah, talks about it. So about yeah. it. I, I've seen Wilson uh, like probably three times in the last month, and every yeah. time he's brought it up. <laughs> Pretty sure I he saw him it yesterday. Up yesterday. Yeah, we did become friends from it. Like literally, <laughs> he was just one of my biggest fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw him yesterday. He wasn't even. Pit. He was sober. He was playing yeah. footy today, and it came up. So yeah, yeah. he loved it. One of my only tweets recently was um, his brother was like, they were announcing the T Twenty teams for the. Um, like Queensland um, like club cricket comp yeah. and his brother was the photo for one of the team lineups and I was like surely we can get better models for these photos <laughs> <laughs> and then his brother liked it and I was like I didn't even know he was on Twitter sorry <laughs> so, so. do you have so a good. prediction for us Cry? Well, if I've got the platform, I think I will just go Canberra Raiders to win the 2024 NRL Premiership. <laughs> Huge. If, if I've got a platform to put it out there, yeah. let's let's get it done. Let's manifest it. Yeah, please. What's, uh, what's the thinking behind that? 
Well, we're due. Still not in my lifetime, so we've got to be close. Any yeah. big signings for the Raiders? We just signed um, KO Weeks. So oh, huge. Bang. Yeah. yeah, massive. Couldn't make the Manly team last season, but... They did so well, though. So. Yeah, I know, I know. And it's not like Turbo was injured for ages and he's a fullback. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, apparently he's a, a little diamond in the rough, so we'll see. Yeah, that's it. Maybe, uh, maybe with the help of Sticky. Ricky. I was going to say, maybe under the guidance of Sticky, he'll uh, find form. Rick Noble. Yeah, we do have a lot of um, no, one believes in us, no one believes in us energy, which Ricky really, you know, yeah. he yeah. loves that stuff. Yeah, so 100%. Maybe. Anything's possible. Exactly. Well, uh, if you're listening to this, make sure you write down those three predictions and let us know because we'll forget about it probably in 20 minutes. So I probably yeah. won't forget mine, to be honest. Yeah, that's true, actually. Uh, <laughs> maybe you can post about it on Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> um, but if you're listening to this, yeah, let us know uh, in however long it is and see if we were correct or incorrect. Yeah, fuck. Go Joe Burns. <laughs> <laughs> Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now, for those who don't know, I actually didn't know it was even going to be happening, but the ODI World Cup is on. Yep. We're absolutely loving it. Australia had a rough start, but we're doing a lot better than England, and we've been pumping people recently. Yeah, we're and back. There hasn't been a better pumping than what we did to the Netherlands the other night, um, a notable cricketing nation, the Netherlands. So we posted a score of eight for 399 to then bowl out the Netherlands for 90. So first of all, it's fucked that we won by 309 runs. Yeah. But- this could be harsh on the Netherlands like they're actually decent at cricket but like yeah. as Australia I think that's what we should be doing yeah, yeah I like, agree it's revenge for the 2014 FIFA World Cup <laughs> yeah. Tim Cahill this yeah. is for you bro yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but in the Australian innings some people might say there was only two centuries scored um, but there were three and yep. the third century was actually record breaking so a big shout out to uh, B Delead who went for two for 115 off of 10 overs, which, according to ESPN Crick Info, is the most runs conceded in an innings in World Cup history. That is so yep. fucked. 115 runs in 10 overs is far. So it's at 11.5 yep. and over. For yep. and every over. Previous holder of that record was Rashid Khan, 110 in nine overs. Fuck, yep. getting beaten by five runs is like, that's yep. a pretty big deficit. Yeah. There was an over fucked. late. Late-ish in the innings where um, Max, so Maxwell, oh, the yeah. fastest ODI, uh, ODI 100 in a World Cup, I think it was, but yep. he was on 75 to start the over off our friend Delead, and he <laughs> yep. went, it was like 6, 6, 4, 
seven no ball six or something to bring up his hundred. And it was yeah. like, geez, Dude, get this guy off. Our group chat was going mental with the maxi stuff. And someone, I think it was Klutzy said, he was like 60 off 39. And he was yep. like, that is insane. And then he managed to get from 60 off 39 to a hundred off like- yeah. 44 or something. Well, yeah, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Like he, maybe it was 60 or 30 and then yeah. 100 or 41 or he something. Like yeah. it was fucking yeah. mental. Um, but it led us to Crow basically telling us a funny story in our group chat about yeah. some social sporting escapades. Yes, I had I had to get clearance from my um, sports psychologist to talk about this <laughs> on air because it's given me nightmares for about, um, geez, when, what year was it? 2012, so 11 years now. Um, but this was a... A game of uh, club cricket in 2012. Uh, I was playing for Valleys, who is the sister club of our, G- our beloved GPS rugby. Yep. And uh, it was a two-day game, and for some reason, the game was split across. The first game, the first day of the game was on the flats, which is a tiny ground on a concrete pitch with a plastic ball. <laughs> yeah. And then day two of the game was at Jeeps on a turf pitch with a normal, leather ball. A leather what? ball. I don't know how this was like. How's that fair? And we bowled on the day. <laughs> Still won the match, but um, <laughs> 55 over game. So they were scoring it like three or four and over, like pretty stock yeah. standard. And about midway through the innings in the probably mid-20s overs, I've come on for a little trundle. We just rotated through at this point. Like, like everyone, everyone got, got two bowl. overs. Yeah, yeah, yeah everyone yeah. got the two overs and went through. And for like to paint a picture of me as a bowler, I'm kind of like um, – Let's say James Hopes is bowling. So, like, <laughs> slow economic, like, me- medium pace. Yeah, yeah. but finding slow, a good line and length. Yeah. yeah, and with the build of, like, a Zach Crawley-type creature. <laughs> so, like, it's not coming out what you expect for someone with my heart and build. Like, it should be a lot faster and a bit more bounce, but there wasn't much of it. And uh, Shout out to so, plastic balls. Yeah, so first two balls are dots, and I'm like, sweet. I'm on just fire. cruising through, yeah, yeah, another day at the office bowling. And... Um, the guy's obviously just liked what he's seen at, from this point. Like he's had a look and he goes, "Yep, I don't mind this." The bit, the next, the rest of that over is a bit of a blur, but it went for seventeen. <laughs> and um, I've gone back to fine leg, and I've I've never been hit like for boundaries like this before. Like I was just like super rattled, and I was at fine leg, like I don't want to bowl my second over. And my my captain that day was um, my good friend Jack Tresson, and if you've ever met him, he like believes in himself and his friends more than anyone in the world. Like he's just like, he's just like, bro, you'll turn around, yes. like have another over, yes. like just pitch it up, bro, you'll be sweet. Line length. Yeah, I'm like, all right, all right, have another over. And um, what I learned that day as a medium pace or slow bowler is the worst thing you can do if you're getting pumped is try and bowl faster. <laughs> Because you're not going to, like, your pace isn't going to intimidate them at all. You're just going to drop it short. And so what I what I kept doing was just trying to bowl fast and pretty much putting it on this guy's hip. And he has sent me for sixes pretty much every ball. And the flats are, like, on a creek. And yeah. so he's just putting them into the creek. And, like, every ball is a stoppage. Like, someone's got to go down and find the ball. Like, yeah, we got it. And I'm standing at the top of my mark, like, get me off this field. And um, we we did this thing where, like, once you bowled, you would sub off. Get me so, off. Yeah, so I bowled my second over. It went for 24, so 41 <laughs> off two overs in the middle of a 55 over game. And because we've known all our mates since we were six, like I knew all the dads really well. So usually when you go off, you have a chat with them. They'll talk yeah. about the horse racing, whatever. Yeah. I just went and sat by myself on an esky, like a little single tear going down my face. They knew not to talk to me. Oh. And I was so rattled. And then that night, like we had like a gym dance or one of those things. And I was just so low on confidence, just sitting there like looking at the weather. The rap on my phone. <laughs> 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 
and I like that story traveled like quite far at school. Like I did, I took the next year off cricket cause I just hated the sport so much. <laughs> I never not played before. Didn't play school cricket that next summer. And then I played forts in year 12 and they didn't like, we were pumping Like, you know, Maris, the lower teams just yeah. pumped everyone. Yeah. yeah. We pumped every team he played and they did not let me bowl until the fifth round because <laughs> the, our captain just hadn't heard of the story. <laughs> and I was like, this is two years later. Wouldn't, they wouldn't bowl me. Oh my God. Oh, fuck. That that's so, so good. good. Cricket really lends itself to like blow ups, hey? Like Bro, yeah. imagine in any other sport, like people would come off and fucking slam their bat yeah. and shit and it's yeah. just like, oh, let him go. Yeah. In yeah, footy, yeah. it would be like, you, you don't really do that, like. No, you don't, because you can sort of like, take it out, on take the your anger out yeah. there. But like cricket, you're out, you're out. That's yeah. it. Like, yeah. it's pretty shit. Like, the, the amount of cricketing blowups I've seen. Oh, it's oh like no other God. sport. Literally, as you were talking, and I just kept thinking of, oh, and this happened, and this happened. You're just, just adding like, shit to yours. Yeah, bro. I, I have cricket was a fucking terrible thing to me yeah. when I think about it. Oh, I, I have. Sorry, going. no, you go. I think it's because it's an individual sport, like yeah. masquerading as a team sport. Like yeah. you are in a team, but you, when you're batting or bowling, it's just it's literally just you, and it can yeah. go so like it can go so wrong. And also, if you get pumped for forty-one off two overs and never bowl again, and then you're pretty much just a batsman, and you go out there and yeah. get out first ball, then yeah. you're just standing in the you're sun fucked. for four hours. Yeah, like. you just yeah, you're a fielding all rounder. <laughs> um, I, I have way too many yeah. horror memories. Um, the last time I played for the first 11 um, was actually in a, a cricket tournament at the start of 2012 against uh, like Grammar and Terrace that, and that oh, yeah, at yeah. Grammar. Yeah. Uh, I was a bowler. Now, we were absolutely pumping Terrace, like fucking them up. And they had one bloke that was staying in who was doing well. He was playing really good cricket, but everyone else around him was folding. And I've come back – I started off well, bowled two, three, four overs, something like that. Didn't go for many. Um, then I came back on towards the back end of the game. We were ahead by 60 runs with uh, – what was it? Like three overs to go. I was meant to have two more overs. Um, came on to bowl. We ended up winning the game by like 10 runs. Fuck. Uh, I started bowling to a man by the name of uh, Sam Wilson. This is Wilson's brother. We were just talking about before. Um, Sam Wilson hit me for I think it was like thirty-two or thirty-four runs in an over. Um, it was <laughs> honestly, the, but it was just like like the first one went for four, and I was like, oh, that sucks. And I went a similar sort of area, pumped me for six. Tried something else, pumped me for six. Wingy has a chat with me. Hey mate, just make sure, just pitch it up on him. Pitched what do you think I'm trying, bro? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Pitched it up on him, and he's just perfectly read it and just pumped me for six. When he's like, "All right, man, we got two more balls. Just get through this." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" Thanks for the reassurance. Yeah. yeah, so that was the last time I ever played first eleven cricket, um, which was pretty demoralising for me. Um, you know, um, Harry also has like a thirty ball ton for Terrace first. Yeah, like I've family are just like born Freaks. and raised filthy hackers. Yeah, like I've, I've watched the highlights it on YouTube, are, yeah, bro, it's, it's like the most heinous hacks. It's so funny yeah. to watch. Now um, I've got a couple that all revolve around early years of cricket as well, yep. around year five, six, seven. Yeah, um, I had never played club cricket before, or anything like that. I just hit the ball in the backyard with my uncles and my dad when I was younger. So I thought I was like half decent. Um, I rocked up to year five cricket trials at the old cricket nets down the back where yeah, the yeah. science block is now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I was bowling to uh, the likes of like Josh Jagenza and Josh Ryan and stuff. 
every single delivery of mine got dispatched into the army barracks training <laughs> ground. And like, I was just like, oh my God, this is so fucked. I then went and played um, blues cricket. I started off in the blues. Like, I started yeah. off in the worst Possible cricket team, team yeah. in the entire At our school, it school. goes like, I don't know what it was in year five, but A, B, C, D, and then like yeah, and gold, then, blue. Oh, yeah, it's like gold, white, blue. <laughs> For context of how bad this team is, after school, me and one of my mates coached the worst team in the school, <laughs> the five that like colours. Yeah. And um, our Friday morning net session, we had to have a discussion with the parents because kids weren't rocking up because chess club was the same day. <laughs> <laughs> and we couldn't get numbers. And they would just sit in the field and play with grass and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> they didn't want to be there. No, it's <laughs> fucked. And it's like... It was so demoralising for me. So I started off in that team. I almost quit cricket quite early on. Um, on my birthday in year five, I got out for a diamond duck. <laughs> so I was batting with Ben Jackson and he's hit the ball and it looked like it was going for four. But Terrace had us playing, fucking Terrace again. Yep. Terrace had us playing on this makeshift pitch next to the river at Tennyson. So it was down the bank. So you actually had to like go like... To get back up, like the boundary was on the side of a hill. So he didn't hit it hard enough to go over the boundary. So it's rolled back down into one of the kids' hands. They've thrown it. I've seen all this happen. Ben just didn't run back. So I got run out for a fucking golden duck. I'm oh, sorry, not, diamond duck on my birthday. It's not, which, not very in the spirit of the game from Terrace, is it? A bit like Peter yeah. Siddle. Yeah. Exactly. a diamond duck on his birthday. <laughs> 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 so for those who don't know what that is, I literally didn't face a single ball. Yeah. Um, so I went off crying. The same season, I then started playing club cricket. Dad gave me air. Oh, no. Same season for school. Got given out to a rolling ball. Oh. <laughs> the ball was rolling. And I, spray, as a 10-year-old, sprayed my dad on the way As the park. umpire. It was rolling. It bounced off the fucking grass onto the pitch, rolling. and <laughs> just going off. And dad felt so bad. I, I, I always felt so bad because the times where I got out the worst was when dad was umpiring. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want to see him like I'm being biased. Yeah. Like there was, yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of different instances. Um, but probably my best cricketing memory um, for this sort of bad shit I did the first tour to New Zealand. Yeah. And I did oh, yeah, my back. Mar that Mars Carnival. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I did my back three days before going. So I couldn't really bowl, which was the only reason why I was going. Um, so I played a couple of games. And we're playing against this WA team. And this bloke, like, we put a massive total up, like 300 and something runs. This bloke was 140, 150 runs. It was just, like, I think he got most runs of the tournament. And it was so fucked. He's on, like... 1.30, they put me out onto the boundary. I've gone running to take this catch and the other blokes from his team are all sitting there on the boundary line in front of me throwing chat at me the whole time. <laughs> the worst. I've uh. gone to take it and it's gone through my fingertips but because of how I had my hands angled, it pushed the ball up <laughs> and I went to grab it again and just pushed it further up so it went for six <laughs> that right in front of so them. That so gumby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I copped so much shit and Wingy's just like shaking his head and then the next over he moves me to mid on Ugh. and he's like, oh man, just like stop the ball from going to the boundary. I'm like, yeah, all sweet. <laughs> and then the same dude skies the ball in the air and as I'm going up to look for the ball, I just see Wingy in the slips going, oh. <laughs> shaking, his head. Head, shaking his head. But... 
it's swirling in the wind and I'm going backwards, backwards, jump backwards and catch it one hand. And it was the best fucking feeling ever. But Wingy came up to me. He's like, I had absolutely no confidence you'd take that at all. I was like, I saw, bro. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you. So. I, I had a couple. Um, I was going to start off with a different sport, but we'll keep it in the cricket. Yeah. One of my favourite stories was um, one of my old coaches for clubs, cricket was one of the boys dad and he took cricket so seriously like his kid did a bit but the dad would be proper proper into it (laughs) and uh, he used to open the batting for our team and one day in between like in the innings break the other team batted first so we were fielding and then we changed over to bat and we're like fucking around playing french cricket you know the one where basically like your legs are the stumps and you underarm it at your legs so good so the bloke who was opening the batting his dad's the coach he was playing French cricket and his dad's like, mate, come over here and get some throwdowns. And he's like, nah, we're playing French cricket. And his dad asked him like four times, just getting more and more mad. And he's like, kept being like, piss off, dad. We're having fun playing French cricket. And all the boys thought it was fucking hilarious. So then he pads up, goes out, gets dismissed first ball, like clean bold, walks off the field and his dad's there just shaking his head. <laughs> Coach of the team, mind you, goes, get in the car. They get in the car and he drives off. Like cricket game still <laughs> to be fine, like finished, and our coach just drove off with his son because oh he God. got out for a golden duck. So yep. funny. Um, the other one I had was when I went on tour for soccer at school. We went over to New Zealand as well, mm. and the first game we played, we were a Mara school. We played Sacred Heart, another Mara school, and the way it works in New Zealand, I think they're a year older than us at yep. school. Yeah, and are. we all thought that we'd be like pretty competitive with soccer because they're like you know New Zealand rugby, and we got there and we stayed in like this institute of sport thing, and um, a couple of the people who were working there were like, oh, like the the level of soccer is pretty good because a lot of the boys who are too small for rugby stop playing it very early and they right. get into it, so they're actually really good. And we were like, oh yeah, yeah. we got pumped by this team. I remember it was our first game of the tour. <laughs> pissing down rain freezing we got pumped like 14 nil and i remember i was playing striker and i was standing on halfway i reckon i touched the ball twice the whole game and me and the defender who was marking me just having a yarn like great bloke and i remember there and they've just gone and scored and i'm sitting there shaking my head and he walks past and taps me and just goes welcome to new zealand bro (laughs) (laughs) it was literally the only time i touched the ball was fucking kickoff um it was horrendous uh, like nil all boys and stuff yeah yeah like yeah start again boys second half different story that's so um but my favorite is actually Actually, another cricket one. I had a season where I decided to bowl leg spin for some reason. Playing everyone had a phase playing of club cricket. Yeah, exactly. Probably because of warning. I actually ended up taking the most wickets in the Brisbane North comp for the half season that year. Bowling well, leg spin. Are these meant to be bad stories? Well, that sounds like a flex, man. Yeah, that was a flex. <laughs> but so we played against this team. I can't remember what club it was. Jack Tuttle <coughs> was in oh. the other team. This kid, if you're in Brisbane at our age, you've probably heard of him. He would have been Wilson North. Or was nah, that No, we were Wilson North, yeah. Or maybe we were Everton Park. Anyway, yeah. doesn't matter. This kid dominated every fucking single sport. Like, yeah. he's a freak at rugby. I heard that his brother tried out for the AFL, like, rep team, and he went along for the to watch him, and they needed an extra number, so that he filled in and made the team. Like, freak at everything. Yeah. yeah. And he hit some... They wrote a newspaper article about him. He hit, like, 700 runs in the season without getting dismissed. Like... To put it into context, he w- was bowling against our team the weekend prior and was that fast and injured that many of our team that they took him off and put him in keeper because no one could yep. face him. And he was like a great bloke as well. One so of the like nicest guys. Legend, yeah. <clears throat> anyway, he's opening the batting and our coach, obviously I was a spinner, so I'd come in like late into the piece everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And our coach goes, I want you to open the bowling this week. And I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, that Jack Tuttle kid's playing. Everyone's been talking about it. Like, I want you to open the bowling. And I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. Mm. So I'm a leg spinner. This is, keep in mind as well, this is under 12s or something. 
coming in. It was on uh, at on the field on Stafford Road. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The oh, state school. Oh, yeah. I've come in first ball, just like floated this one up on his leg stumped, and he has hit me <laughs> onto the road, into the traffic. Like, same thing. So I have to go and find the ball. First ball, the fucking game. I was like, oh, Listen my up. God. Listen yeah. Like doing your shoulder yeah. <laughs> so, next ball, I, I was pretty much saying, as you top of my mark, just going, this is going to be fucking horrendous. Next ball came in. He's gone on the back foot and just like flat battered it back at me. I was so scared that I'm like huddled up in a ball. His younger brother, who was playing a year up because he was such a freak, Bobby, was yeah. at the non-striker's end. He'd hit the ball into his younger brother, dropped him and broke his rib. So <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't play. And I reckon, he, I'm pretty sure he made like 100 not out. Like yeah. I was like, the only reason he didn't hit me for more bandages because his brother fucking got in the way at oh the wrong end God. and broke his rib. So Fuck. yeah, shout out to Jack Tull. I'm pretty sure he threw away cricket and started playing volleyball or something. Bro, because no, he played Broncos under 20s. He, yeah. Uh, Dude, he is he is the yeah. most he talented, is the best fucking sports person I've ever played sport against. But also a great but bloke, great bloke. Yeah, he unfortunately had a shoulder injury, so he like can't lift his arm up anymore. It's fucked. Trade me, yeah. trade me for six now, bro. Mate, <laughs> the first time I played against him in um, under nine tackle football, I ran at him. Yeah, he was a fly half. I was a prop, so I was a big boy. <laughs> He was that fucking strong. He, he dropped you. Picked me up and dumped me on my back. Oh. And I've never been so terrified in my life. I literally just started bawling my eyes out <laughs> screaming. <laughs> I, I, I got up and just ran off the field. <laughs> like he's, he's ruining careers left, right, bro, and it center. Was, it was so far. It was the most terrifying thing. Yeah, he's a freak. I have ever seen. But yeah. Um, if you're listening to this and you've got a good social sport oh. or junior sports story, please. Do you have any more, yeah. Crow? Let oh, us know. I do have one swimming one, which is pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jack said before in, he's got a swimming one, and I was yeah. like, I cannot wait to hear this one. Back in my days as a professional swimmer at nine years old, <laughs> I went to um, Northwest Districts, which was like... Um, like a rep, sort yeah, of. Yeah, but this was like just your basic entry-level one. And in under nines was like the first year you could go to it. You couldn't even qualify for Met North and stuff. It was just like a mm. to get you used to competing properly for the next year. And mum really wanted me, like I was a freestyler, but mum really wanted me to do more strokes at that thing because freestyle was the last event of the day. So otherwise you you just just sit sit around around all day for an entire day waiting for a 150 meter race. I was like, no, no, I don't want to be tired for my race. Like like, I'm nine years old, probably just smashing killer pythons in the grandstand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sucking on gobstoppers, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, it gets to my race and I hadn't like done much like diving and stuff beforehand so my confidence was a bit low with my diving and i saw once again jack treston gets a mention he'd been di- like swimming that day and he was like doing this like dive where he wasn't like bending down the blocks he was just standing and jumping in i was like sweet i'll just do that as well because he seems to know what he's doing gets to my race like one of the last races of the day like they blow the whistle get up in his like the standing position and just lose my balance and fall in <laughs> And you just get DQ'd. Like, there's no... <laughs> there's no, like, there's oh, no, just like, get out and try nine again. years old, have yeah. another go. It's so cutthroat. It's like some woman with the whistle, like, get out, out. you're done. <laughs> and they just, like, kick you out to the curb. Back to your killer pythons. So, like, my day was sitting around all day waiting for my race, falling in, and then just having to go home. And How's remember, the car ride? Oh, so tough. And I think my older sister, who would have been, like, in year six, had had like a great day. Yeah. Like, it was like oh, awesome. And then I got home that night and I remember this weirdly, Ricky Ponting, Australia was playing an ODI. Ricky Ponting got run out for a gold uh, diamond duck as well. Yeah. And Dad like put his arm around me like, see mate, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> 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 but 
Thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. That's so fucking oh, that's funny. So Cried fun. myself to sleep. Yeah. yeah. So if um, you've got a story, of, oh, have you got another if one? I, if I may, yeah. I've just got a couple Indulge other me, ones. Please. Yeah. I've got a couple other ones because I've been really. Plus, he's got a fucking yeah, wall of text on his heaps. phone. Over you there. actually do need therapy. Yeah. One time it looked like I was going to hit a century. Was against Sandgate Redcliffe. I was playing a half season for a full season team at Valleys. Yeah. And um. The standing coach retired me at like 60 something. Yeah. And dad was blowing up. And the guy was like, he needs to get rest and he needs to get focused to score the next 30 something runs. So he gets his first century. So came back on towards the end, got bowled first ball. Oh. Um, so that was really demoralizing for me. Could have been the only time I actually did well at something. Um, another one under 17s football grand final. Now, in rugby, we'd done we'd been the same team basically since under nines or something like that. We played all school together. We started off as like a really shit team and then got this good coach in. Ended up being in Div One. We made the grand final most years. It was really good shit, but we could never win the um the Div One grand final. Yeah. Under seventeens, our last shot, our fucking coach has said to us, he's like, This is the last time that you boys as a collective will ever play a game of football together. And you've been doing it for like seven or eight years. So like, it's like some any given Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah We're playing yeah. against the Gold Coast, who we had a very heated rivalry with, because then we'd all go play rep footy and play the same team again in rep. And um, we're playing at Churchy on the number one oval in the Grandy, and we've kicked it into the in goal. And there's this fucking bloke, man. He was a winger or fullback, and he's got the ball, and he's looked like he's grounded it. So we've all sort of stopped running and then he's quickly not grounded the ball, run a hundred metres down oh. the sideline, scores under the post, three minutes to go, we lose the game. Oh. Um, the next time we played him was Colts and we've kicked the ball in Colts one into the fucking in goal against, um, at the time, the breakers. This bloke's got it and he's looking like he's going to do the same thing. Josh Tregenza has just run through and I've never seen a man light someone up as much as Treg did to him because he was just like, fuck that cunt, man. We lost the Treg's fucking grand final too. Yeah. Um, but that really, really... When you have someone say, like, this is the last time that you as a group who've been together for, like, five, six, seven years is going to do something, and then you lose like that... Yeah. Oh, I think I cried. Like, yeah. it was it was so fucked. Demoralising. We all had a photo afterwards. There's just not a single smile. Yeah. Like, it was so fucked. Um, and the other ones, I've got two more. Touch footy. My first game of organised touch footy ever... Um, I was playing in a social McDonald's team with all the other Macca's managers and we were at West Barden yep. and I didn't know that you couldn't wear fucking metal tags. So I just had sand <laughs> shoes. Metal tags at touch oh, well, footy. You know bro. what it's like? You warm, up, crazy, well, bro. You, you warm up at footy. Cause I, I was like, oh yeah, you just wear footy boots. So like when you- <laughs> Not metal footy boots. Are you yeah, scrummaging you, in England or something? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Well, then the only, oh, because I'm a fucking great scrummager, bro. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, you never know when you're going to pack down. Um, That's crazy. So I had to wear sand shoes. And we were oh. playing mixed touch against this like, um, it was like a parent team basically. They're all young parents. And I've just steamed the ball up, never played touch like this before. And just like, I couldn't stop. And I've bowled over this white, this woman <laughs> in front of her two kids. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And they're all getting like up me and shit. And I was like, I just couldn't stop. Did you get sent off? No, no, no. Because they were like, oh, fuck, like whatever. Didn't mean to do it. Didn't yeah. mean to do it. But a few of them played for West Barden, yeah. Um, yeah, the rugby yeah. league team. And they're all trying to put shots and shit on me. Unreal. 
And this one bike, I was getting sick of it, so I just stood my ground, dropped my shoulder, and this bloke put his head straight into my shoulder. He was their fucking halfback, broke his nose. Um, so I never got asked back to play there again. <laughs> uh, it was one of the worst debuts ever, but I think the best touch one. We've yeah, spoken about story it once or twice before, before yeah. but we moved from Shore Road to Dorrington Park and yep. got put instantly in Div 1 touch on a Monday night. We had that Fuck. same experience. Yeah. The same shit happened to us. It, it was it horrible. Was yeah. so shit. Because One of the worst fields I've ever played on tour. Yeah. yeah. Our, um, Tui's extra try actually <sighs> disbanded because of this. Yeah. Because we were just getting pumped. Everywhere. How bad is touch or TRO when you're getting pumped every oh, week? It's, so it's not fun. No, it's awful. We tried to play Div 2. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, you, got, you got to do this. What? We just won't play anymore. They're like, ah, well... We'll find someone else from Shore Road. I'm like, fuck, that sucks. Yep. So I've been lipping off at this dude the whole It's like game. the one game we're going to win for the season yeah. as well. We're actually in with a shot. And I was, I was just so fucking lippy. Kept getting into him. And then <laughs> they've gone past the ball sort of like near me. There's like I've a Harbour Bridge Sam Walker cut out. Gone for the intercept, but <laughs> fucked it up. Came off my fingertips straight to the bloke that I've been chirping the whole game. Oh. Yeah. He runs it in and scores. And then I've just gone completely silent. Head down. Yeah. And this dude's just fucking giving it to me. And the ref's like, off you go. Sent him off. And I was like, ha ah. ha. And then I realised that we were tying the game. Yeah. We ended up drawing. And yeah. it was the only game that we were going to win all season. Yeah, it could have been our first victory of the Clutch, year. But um, Clutzy just had, you know, <laughs> the eyes lit up. Li- it's it's so good to get lippy though. Yeah, it's yeah, too easy to get lippy at touch. I was a shocker at touch. Especially like, because we were like 18, 19, like in yeah. that like young throbber mode. And yeah. up against like your dads who have yeah. nothing better to do. Yeah. And yeah. Losing to them, it just G's you up so yeah, much. Yeah, and they hate losing to you as yeah, well. Yeah, and they got yeah. like the long skins and stuff. Yeah, and they yeah, hate yeah. you so much. Yeah. We used to pay, like, we used to just fucking go ham at some of the guys. Hey, there was this oh, yeah. real gimp team that was playing that they would warm up and do all this. And they just, they were just gimps, man. Like, out on the field, they were fuckwits. Didn't like them at all. And then um, we would just light them up, just pepper them all the time. Like, why are you warming up for social yeah. touch? Social touch brings out the worst in people, for yeah, sure. 100%. Um, we're going to do one more segment, but we've been going for 45 minutes. So I think we should wrap it up there. Clutzy yeah, fucking right. had a troubled childhood, yeah, it would seem. Out, man. Uh, yeah. So we might save the other segment for next week when we get back. Yeah, sounds good. Um, but thank you for tuning in. Um, we will, the sports show next week will come out a day late. It'll come out on Friday instead of Thursday because... Clutzy and I will be coming back from Melbourne. Yeah. Um, so we won't have time to record it. And we don't want to do it without Crow. So we'll record it on Thursday night and um, drop it on Friday for yep. you all. So stay tuned for that one. Exactly. But Thank thanks you. for tuning in. Thanks, Crow, for joining us once thanks again. Thanks for having me, fellas. Please, anyone send in any yeah. s- any sports stories because I eat them up. Yeah, fucking yep. oath. I can wish you could even start reading them out once a week. Like yeah. social sports story of the week or Especially something. Especially like a blow up at Mixed Touch or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Really, like, I love reading. I that love that. Stuff. Literally, the dribblier, the better. Yes, like, please. Yeah. Maybe we can even get people to call in with it. Yeah, I would love if that. If you've got a good social sports story, call up. Yep. Um, and yeah, we'll play play one a week or something. Sounds good. Bye for now. Bye. Clutzy, have you heard about the brand new way to make money? No. Do you want to hear about it? Yes, please tell me more. It's a foolproof method. Foolproof? Yeah, foolproof, yeah. Foolproof is the word I'm looking for, method. Uh, It's called going to dominoes.com.au and entering the the code BBB2DL and getting two pizzas and two sides from $25 delivered. Oh, so you're basically getting it for free. You're basically getting it for free. You're basically making money at that price. They're giving it away. 
That is absolutely ridiculous. I don't know why I haven't done it before. It's one of the fucking simplest life hacks I've ever I've ever come across in my life. Uh, do you want to tell the lovely people about their brand new pizza, the Philly cheesesteak? Oh my God, yes I do. The Philly cheesesteak. Now, for those who don't know what a Philly cheesesteak is, it's this glorious thing on a bun usually with uh, a bunch of nicely finely chopped up meat and just uh, capsicum peppers and cheese and Domino's have just gone wow we've heard klutzy talk about philly cheesesteaks way too many times so we've chucked it on a pizza so the big fella can just keep eating and eating and eating i've seen klutzy get very very excited over food plenty of times but i've never (laughs) seen him get as excited and as animated as the first time he tried the philly cheesesteak pizza so if you're out and about this weekend and you need your pizza fix make sure you go to domino's uh try the philly cheesesteak pizza there's a host of codes which are pinned on our instagram and in our facebook group to give you a cheeky little discount too uh, plenty of different bundles, so check them out. And thank you to Domino's for supporting the show this week. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.